welcome yet again to another one of these shows that we do. It's called PNB. I am, of course, the host until Kayla decides to come back. T.L. Foster. Um, <laughs> I'm joined uh, by that guy laughing. He is uh, one of our audio editors of the show, Mr. Robert Beach. Say hello. Oh, why do I go first? Hi. Um, I'm surprised you're, you're, you're not like pointing to someone or like expecting someone to, to, to go by because like, like you, you did that Visual the first cue. couple of times we've been doing this visually here. Well, I mean, I can't. I, I, I don't know what your I don't know what your setup <laughs> over is there. Is. I don't All know. right, um, that person over there. Um, he is uh, the other audio editor of the show. Uh, one Dylan Tierney, or as we said last week, Tierney. Dylan, say hello. Hello, I am the ghost of Dylan Tierney, killed by Kayla's vengeful spirit. You called her old <laughs> after after two weeks you ago. Called so. her old. What did you expect? Um, I, I, you know, it's, it's a bad, it's a bad move. Don't do uh, it. Um, uh, I'm also joined uh, by our other host. Uh, he is a, a a podcasting extraordinaire. He is a mecho extraordinaire. Of course, talk about Mr. Brendan Lendy. Say hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, and we are joined by one of my favorite people um, on oh. the internet. Um, he is the host of. VG, uh, video game apocalypse. He is an all-around really great guy, uh, Mr. Michael Rapares. Oh, thank Say you. hello. Thank you, TL. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Michael Rapares. VideoGameApocalypse.com. All right. Hello, uh, Mr. Rapares. Hello. Um, hello. So, yeah, this is great. Um, we told Michael one of the one of the many reasons. I always say one of, <laughs> but one of the many reasons why we had him on here is mm. uh, this is episode 198. Uh, he very famously had a show uh, yes. that uh-huh. reached 198, so we thought, you know, it would be great to have uh, have a little bit of a reminisce- reminiscence. I don't know mm-hmm. words. I can't speak English. Um, <laughs> we have a little... So Kayla's the host. Yeah, that's why Kayla is the host. Uh, <laughs> have a little bit of a flashback, <laughs> but what we do on his show, uh, like every video game uh, podcast, is talk about what we've been playing. So, Michael, as our esteemed guest, what have you been playing, sir? Uh, roughly 30 hours of Last of Us Part 2 at this point. Uh, and I, I have I've been hooked hard by the, the gameplay, and uh, I am kind of enraptured with the story. I'm probably thinking about it more than I have a lot of other uh, game stories outside of maybe Red Dead Redemption 2 recently. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I think I'm close to the ending. Uh, it, uh, it pulls the rug out from under you a few times, um, so... Looking forward to seeing how this all wraps up. No, I have so one of my things about this game, like I've, I really have had a very like not interest into in playing it, right? Like a very like almost hmm. negative interest in playing it. It was because of like the, the some of the reviews, like the grim dark, you know, playing like it being very hard to play. Have you have you noticed any of that, or has it just been kind um, of? It's. I think it's very easy to play. Like I think it's. It's easy to get kind of uh, swept up in the idea that like, oh, this is so bleak. It's so dark. It's so grim. But at the end of the day, this is still a Naughty Dog game, and it's still like this is a game by the people who have spent the last thirty years nailing gameplay, like the Uncharted people, the Crash Bandicoot people. Uh, I think it's really fun. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed my time with it. And uh, yeah, there are certain things like. 
in the second half of the game, it gets rough. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't like killing the dogs very much. <laughs> uh, and, and I, I was thinking like, oh, well, if I just take out their handlers first, then I won't have to listen to their handlers mourn the dogs. And like, it's worse because now I have to listen to the dogs mourning the handlers. And like, more, why more did they the make people. them so realistic? <laughs> I don't want to listen to this dog crying. <laughs> Ah, but no, it's it's uh, it's it's fascinating, and and I think it is trying to say something about this cyclical nature of violence and revenge, and mm. that really at the end of the day there aren't any good guys, there aren't any bad guys. There's just people who have their own justifications and motivations, and uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I I find it really rewarding. Right. No, I I I've that's the. That's one of the good things about more people getting their hands on it. I've heard mm-hmm. that a lot. Um, and it's made me reevaluate. Like, I, well, one, uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise, people on this podcast, my, PS4, my PS4 died. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it sucks. I went to go turn it on uh, Monday, uh, play play some video games, and it just wouldn't come on. Uh, which has been great because I, I now have been playing my Xbox One. I'll talk about what I've been playing a little bit. But, um,. You know, I, I've... Is this, is this just a ruse, though? Is this just a ruse so you don't have to fight me in Dragon Ball Fighters again? Absolutely <laughs> is that not. what's actually happening? Absolutely not. I will be fixing my PS5 this week. I'll be waiting. <laughs> um, th- but I, I think, like... I, I'm really interested in playing Ghost of Tsushima, right? But, I, like, hmm. I was thinking of hmm. just passing on Last of Us. I may give it a go. Just because I've heard, like... That is a lot more people have gotten their hands on it. I've, I've seen, like, a lot of a mix of emotions on just, like... How yeah. the difficulty is, and not difficulty, but how like the I'm, the strong the 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 story is, and like how it's not too grim dark. So I might yeah. give it a run. I mean, it's it's obviously one of those things that's not going to be for everybody. I've I've been seeing a like like you said a mix of reactions. Like for for me, it's not too grim dark. Like it it is heavy in places. I won't say it's you know oh no this is just relentlessly fun. Right. Um, but yeah, like so for some people like. Your mileage may vary. This might be, you know, more than you can handle right now. And I wouldn't I wouldn't fault anybody for saying, you know, I don't need a uh, story about people killing each other in a post pandemic world right now. Yeah. 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 It's understandable. But is it gaming Schindler's list? I would say it's more like gaming's full metal jacket. I don't know. I don't know. That's an apt. uh comparison right, yeah. to make but yeah i've been I, thinking about that like yeah. what would i actually compare it to it's like oh something kind of just bleak but not not that has so much emotional real world weight for so many people because yeah. this is entirely a fictitious story about fictitious things so you're saying so, it's so you're saying it's yeah. gamers uh gaming's master disguise Sorry, David. David. Oh, God, God damn it. <laughs> Cultural reckoning for all of us in 2003. I think gaming's master of disguise would probably be like, I don't know what, Deadly Premonition? Leisure <laughs> <laughs> suit, suit Larry. Except now Master of Disguise doesn't have anything redeeming about it. So, yeah, more like Leisure Suit Larry. Uh, <laughs> the newer one. Uh, yes. Wet Dreams Don't Die or whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, I... Like wet the, Dreams the, Don't Dry. That was the title. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. When did the that... play on D4. Yeah, are we? Are they still doing? Are they still doing uh, Lisa Shoot Larry games? They have to be. I mean, right? there was that one that was fairly recent. Like, they seem the like they Bubsy. So. Yeah, like that yeah. should be dead, but uh, they made ooh. two more games. Meanwhile, Gex just gone. Yeah, no more Gex. 
Can't bring Dana Gould for that back for that. Yeah, I was about to say it's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like you just what well, we just had that that Crash Bandicoot reveal that looks like a DreamWorks movie. You couldn't just do another Gex. Like that Crash Bandicoot looks like a DreamWorks movie. Who, it'll it'll probably happen. We'll probably get Gex and Vex and like that whole weird like Croc, all those three D mascots that kind of came and went. Ugh. Jersey Devil remake. Mm-hmm. Let's get on it. <laughs> yeah, Hair yeah. the Acrobat. Let's kickstart it. <laughs> King the Kangaroo. Yo, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Yeah. Well, they actually Jesus. that actually already did get a remake. It, I'm not it got re released. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. It, or I don't know if it was like a full on like oh, Crash yeah. Bandicoot remake. I think it was just like a, hey, we're bringing this to new content. We're, we're, we're porting it, yeah, practically. Yeah. It's, it's it's an enhanced port. I don't, My favorite boomerang was the Doomerang. I see. They're all play on hmm. words. Hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe they bring back Cool Spot from my childhood. Maybe Seven Eleven's not doing. Are you Seven Eleven? Seven Up's not doing anything with that character. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, have you been playing anything else, Michael? Um. Not really lately. Someone else should talk. Does, All right. Does that does that have it's multiplayer? Just, just Last of Last Us two. Of us. Uh, if there is, I haven't seen it yet. I I don't oh, think it does. I've it. seen I've seen some people say like they've been looking for uh, uh looking for what's called looking for uh like the multiplayer, but I don't think it's out yet. Maybe oh. it's one of those things they'll do a few months down the line to just kind of renew interest and keep people from trading the game back in. I I can see that because the the first game, the first Last of Us, uh, I. That multiplayer stuck with a lot of people, I think, longer than than most traditionally tacked on multiplayer experiences. Like it felt pretty fleshed out and like part of a complete package. So it worked, but I, it's I just like it has its fans, and that's really it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see why not. Maybe, have, maybe if they do like some kind of PS5 definitive edition, like, hey, we brought the multiplayer back. Buy this at launch. That's a. I was gonna ask, uh, Michael. I haven't really read a lot of reviews. But what do you feel about it visually? Because I felt like when I played the first Last of Us, like that was such a like it was such a statement to what the PS3 could do at the time. Do you feel like this is the same for the PS4? Or I think so. I mean, it? it it is extremely pretty, and uh, yeah, I'll say like having played the the remaster of the original Last of Us, it's like you can kind of see like. I remember at the time, it's like this is like the pinnacle of game graphics, yeah. and now what, looking at it, it's like okay, well these the the face textures are kind of flat. Like you can tell this is a PS3 upres game, but um, no, th- this is like they they did a lot of work with skin textures. I think uh, somebody was saying like there's a scene where uh, Ellie takes her shirt off and like there's no clipping or anything. She just like pulls it over her head and like. Like this, this weirdly enough is considered a huge achievement in 3D design. But uh, also, ropes, like once man. you get into hmm? ropes, that, yeah, that's ropes. been going around a lot. It's, oh, it's the, just the rope physics are great. That. Yeah, like you know, just lots of rope swinging and and stuff like that. But once you get into Seattle, which is all overgrown with all this vegetation that kind of moves independently, and all this tall grass that you can hide in, like it's very pretty. And uh, yeah, it's. It's it's like a ruined beauty kind of thing, you know. Okay, like, like yeah, Gears cool. of War's ruined beauty. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think do you think that that realism makes it hard? Like, does it make that that more violence uh, the the violence more impactful or I'm, or maybe harder to bear? I mean, I for me, that that kind of thing is uh, it's window dressing, um, you I know. See. Yeah, but but it it is like. 
I think if, if there's a difficulty there, it's in like, you know, watching the faces of people as you're poking them in the throat with a knife or yeah. uh, it's it's also like I think the the AI is a big part of what makes the characters in this believable that they will kind of do things. They'll, they'll always be trying to flank around you. They'll be calling out to each other. They'll uh, they'll scream things when you kill their friends um, th- that kind of deepens it a little bit more than just the the graphical fidelity. Okay. Does that feel like does that feel like mechanical gameplay changes, or does it feel like I don't know any other way to say this other than like murder porn? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's a little bit murder porny. Uh, okay. <laughs> but okay, I mean, yeah, you cause... know, you 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 never really you're not like in the business of killing innocents most of right, the time. Right. Um but yeah there there are like it it's you're gunning down soldiers or zombies or okay, uh I later in the game cultists. So uh you know it's all it's all in good fun. <laughs> okay, cuz yeah, cuz like one of the things about I like the first one quite a lot. Um I've maybe cooled on it a little bit over the years, but I still think it's a hmm. like especially for the time was like a really big achievement and I've been interested in this game I've kind of been ignoring the discourse a little bit around it, but the trailers that were shown early on kind of, I was like, I don't, I, I don't know. I maybe I don't want to play that. Cause like, it seems pretty gruesome, but I mean, if it's still, if it still feels like a game. Yeah. Even it definitely still violence, feels then, like a game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's more interesting to me. Cause yeah, I haven't heard anyone say like, I mean, I know people are having trouble with, with some of the like certain story scenes, but I haven't heard anyone be like, I felt empathy for this digital character yeah. and I didn't want to kill them. So, well, I mean, that that's the thing you will do bad things over the course right. of this game. And a lot of them happen in cutscenes or quick time events. I see. So, okay. mm. yeah, I don't want to spoil too much, but yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> we are very, very vague, vague about yeah. that. Who knows? You might hear Michael on a podcast. even talking about yeah. the whole story. Us- Possibly a spoiler cast at uh, patreon.com slash laser time. Anyway. There it is. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's other people. uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to commandeer and take over. And I am. How's your Xbox? uh, Yeah. So I've uh, I had to start gaming on my Xbox One X, uh, which I haven't done ever. uh, But I did now. Uh, I went full hog. So I, I went side got. Uh, Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar, then got EA Access also yeah. for a dollar. Uh, there you go. Um, so yeah, uh, so I decided to play Slate Aspire. I'd heard a lot of people talk about Slate Aspire, and I'm here to say it is a tremendous video game. Um, I don't know, like I, this is a lot like um, I, I was never like really into ro- roguelikes, but I think um, uh, what was that one that came out like two years ago? The Dead Cells? Dead Cells, yes. This has very Ooh. much like a Dead Cell-y vibe to it. And I don't know. I, I just, I've, like, I'll get up every morning like, okay, I'm going to try to do it as far as a run as I can. And today I got past the city and I was, like, excited. I was like, ugh. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that. So um, Splay Aspire, really great game. Um, I beat the Pokemon DLC. Um, ran through that really, nice. really fast. nice. Um, yeah, I've been playing so, that too. So I've actually beaten it, and this might bleed too much of what I've been playing, right. but I've been playing it as well. And it did the Pokemon Sword and Shield thing, where I kind of just got lost in a in a good way, where yeah. 
just digging around through the the new wild area. It's just been it, it's kind of rekindled my affection for Sword and Shield because I put the game down for for quite a few months. Um, I still have my qualms, you know. We'll, we'll probably get to that, but uh, it's just been nice being in that world again. I don't know. Like, it's the most interesting wild area the game's had. I think it's. I, really yeah, like it. I think sure. it's to fully sure. realize what that wild area is supposed to be. Like Pokemon just come mm-hmm. up and. I don't know about you guys. I haven't noticed any frame drops. I haven't noticed any chugging. Like perf- I've had a little bit. Like if there's a lot of other people in the area, but uh, I, I haven't. But been also, online. the online is like demonstrably worse than Sword and Shield's baseline for me. I don't know if that's that's, yeah. that's my that, yeah, those were my my uh, aforementioned qualms. Is that uh, you know these max raid battles where you you group up with people and have almost MMO like roles that you fill in taking out a giant Pokemon. And it's like, this is really cool. Uh, literally every single time I've tried to connect, I cannot connect yeah. to it. So like I, so you're forced to play it offline, which means you get three just useless chuds that have a magic carp, you know, a it's always a, 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 always a magic carp. Why is it always a magic carp? It's always a magic carp. Only a splash. And it's just mm, like, if you're going to hamstring me like this, at least just give the guy like a Snorlax or a Titan- Tyranitar or something. Yeah. Like, give me something so I can actually ha- like simulate having fun with this. But it's like one step forward, one step back. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully it's just like an influx of players, and like if things kind of cool off, it'll it'll get a little bit more stable. But yeah. it's 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 the it's the asterisk on my I'm having a great time. Right, you know I'm yeah. having a great time, but online's useless. How long and I'm paying did it- for it now? How long did it take you to uh, get through the whole story, Teal? I would say about a good a good seven hours. Okay. Yeah, it was it's a decent sized DLC for like one part of it. It's not even the full DLC because uh, uh, is it Frozen Tundra? That's the next one that comes out. I think it's something Tundra. Yeah, the Crown yeah. Tundra. The or Crown, Tundra, Crown Tundra, yeah. Tundra. Yes. But I mean, so this is just half. And it's I, I think it's very in depth. Like the world is very large, which is really really um, welcoming. Um, like the wild areas, like you said, the wild areas. It it feels like this is what they wanted <laughs> all the sword and shield to be like. Like I don't know, it was just really cool. And then like having the terror of being chased by a sharpedo, like that was yeah, that was nuts. great. I love that because because he runs at you so fast, you have to boost out out of there, otherwise he's gonna chase you down. And it's also great for for farming, you know, yeah. for grinding and that kind of stuff. Like it, it's, yeah, it's it's been fun. It's really good. Honestly, that's all I've been doing is just grinding to get Cubfu up to level sixty because every trainer on that island is level sixty some or higher. Yeah. So yeah, that, so are you that's the purists and, and don't believe in fe- in feeding them candies. No candies. Oh, no I gave them all my candies. Your... I gave them all the candies I had. It's I'm just I, I that last like you know. 15 Hurdle. levels where they're not, you know, you're not just taking a dude out with the first person in your party, then Cub Food goes nine levels up or whatever. You can't do that anymore, so. Yeah. No, um... Uh, My favorite little thing, though... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, one of the things is, if you when you do get Cub Food, and it doesn't spoil anything, like, with the story-wise, because they very openly said you get Cub Food. Once you do get Cub Food, that is going to be, like, um... Like, you have to get it to level 70 before you can get it to evolve yeah. uh, because of, like, mm-hmm. the last thing you have to do. So Yeah, and that's where I am. It's in that last bit. My favorite little touch, though, is uh, in, in some of the open world 
like areas, you know, certain Pokemon will spawn and there's always a Waylord that you can see from yeah. anywhere on pretty much anywhere on the map and he's always level 80. Like he's always there just to be this sort of end game threat or like late game just like just try and mess with me. I dare you. And he's like two scale, so he's like 60 feet yeah, long or something. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It is so good. Uh but yeah, that's really and I mean I I um I played a little bit of that Need for Speed Heat. Uh man, I haven't played a racing game forever. It feels like it feels like shit to to play that game. Like the the turning does not feel great. And it could just be me or like I don't know. It's just it doesn't feel good. Um I I've been but I've been debating on playing Valorant. That's where I've been right now. Everybody's been talking uh-huh. about Valorant. Um and I've just been debating on on finally giving Valorant a run. I haven't yet, but just been debating it. So yeah, I'm waiting for the sort of uh, beta key phase, sort of iron out and see, see, see where it's stable on like quote unquote launch. I don't, I don't know because a lot of stuff, a lot of these types of games can stay in beta for a long, long time. Yeah. So, and that's part of of their process is just like making sure all the bugs are ironed out before like maybe we're gonna push it to consoles or something and PS5, Xbox Series X roll around. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I, it seems I, pretty cool. Yeah, I'm just I'm. I don't want to get to the point where, like, I'm already bad at those games, and I don't want to get to the point where, like, <laughs> I have now been completely, I'm not good enough to to get into those games. Like, because there is going to be a time where it's like, oh, you just, like, aged out. Uh, but I, I probably will just continue what I'm playing now until next month when Ghost of Tsushima and Paper Mario <laughs> have taken over my life. Uh, oh, I forgot about Paper Mario. Same Paper Mario is not right. a deck builder anymore. It's not what? <laughs> it's not a deck builder anymore. I know, no, right? It's, it's not. actually it's not an RPG. Slay the Spire anymore. Oh my gosh, it's actually an RPG. I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been playing. Uh, who would like to go? Who would like to go? I will talk to you about everybody's favorite 2020 game, Super Smash Brothers Melee on the Dolphin Emulator. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So some somebody's uh, adjusted the dolphin emulator to have rollback netcode which is oh, wow. a big hot button issue in the fighting game community um to put it in layman's terms rollback netcode is the closest approximation people have gotten to having like a person to person like guy next to you connection in a fighting game so where there's very very little like 2 to 4 frames of delay if that so and it's it's always consistent and there's not like fluctuations or lag spikes in rollback netcode. Um, they've shown this in games like Skullgirls and Killer Instinct. Um, but some guy just added it to the Dolphin emulator and now you know these melee professionals who, yes they they do exist and they they haven't been able to play like with anybody else in a long time <laughs> because of just the the climate we're in right now and COVID nineteen and stuff. Um, and everyone's just like, wow, this is such a breath of fresh air. And it's funny that they did this the same day that they announced, like, hey, we here's your here's your favorite ARMS character coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. <laughs> you know, from that hit game ARMS. Been, More yeah. ARMS. It's funny seeing that dichotomy, so. <laughs> I, I, I played Melee a lot when I was a kid, obviously, just kind of casually, like everybody did back then, but here's the thing. Everybody playing this online netcode version of Melee... Uh, sweaty tryhards, the lot of them. I have not fought anybody you know? who played Fox or Falco, and I, I'm just over here with my little Samus. I just want to have fun. Ah, uh, pew pew, I want to have fun. No, these guys are frame trapping me and 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 killing me at sixty percent. It's just like okay, I get it. Fox. This is what 
This is literally what this this program is for. It's for them. It's for people like Fox. So. No items. Final destination. That's that's how you play those games, right? <sighs> that that is that is how the internet will tell you you play melee. But I will find another way. <laughs> no, I you swear. play it at your dentist's office and nowhere else. That's how that's I true. play. It. It's true. It's yeah. true. Nothing like performing sick wave dashes while I'm getting doused and, <laughs> and knocked out. <laughs> Well, as we as we heard mm-hmm. on uh, on Michael's show VGA, some people, uh, Greg got lucky and got freaking Cycle Soldier when they went to the dentist. Uh, I did not. Oh, nice. I wish <laughs> I got a toy dinosaur or whatever else is in that stupid fake treasure chest or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Mileage may vary, I guess. Wow. But um, uh-huh. that about covers my uh, the newer stuff I'm playing, which I guess it's funny to call that newer, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Still, still kind of grinding away in, in Dragon Ball Fighters. It's it's funny. It's getting to the point where, like, I can recognize play patterns before they happen, and then I still fall for it anyway because I'm just a big idiot pushing buttons. That's how every fighting game ends up being for me. It's like, I understand what's happening. I'm just choosing to be an idiot. You're just so. relying on what's comfortable. Yeah. Exactly. So who's the real fo- It's still me. I'm still the real fool. Yep. <laughs> so. Which is why when you beat me, I was very upset. Look, you, just you can't handle armor on a, on a grappler. I get it. I get it. You're soft. It's fine. You, oh. Come back. Come back. Spend some time in the time chamber. You know, get get that get that filler episode in, and you'll be you'll be roaring to go. So, Brendan, <laughs> what have you been playing, sir? Well, um, I feel like this whole year has been I've been split between what I actually am playing for fun and then what I'm playing for for development research and stuff like that. So on the fun side, we already talked about Pokemon. I've been playing Pokemon. On the research side, I've been playing this game called Frontier Gate Boost Plus. It is a Japanese-only... Mobile game. Uh, you don't say. Japanese-only. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a Japanese-only PlayStation Portable game that I am emulating on the PSP emulator on PC. It looks real nice. There's no English patch, so I'm fumbling through it. Um, <laughs> it's basically if, like, Monster Hunter or Fantasy Star Online, that same, like, start in a hub world, go on a mission with some people, come back. It's basically that, except if it was all the combat was a turn-based uh, RPG. Uh, it's fine. Mm. It's, it's totally serviceable. I- uh, I'm just, you know... I really expected this to be a dungeon crawler here. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's not not a dungeon crawler. Uh, there are dungeons, and some of the, some of the levels are dungeons that you go uh, and play. But um, yeah, no, I'm. That's just some, you know, some Brendan Brendan ass bullshit, you know. So uh, hey, I've, I've 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 been happy to venture to that world. You, you, yeah. you heard me a couple weeks ago talking about oh, yeah. hacking my 3ds, like just. Oh, there's no fan. Uh, there's no official patch for this. Like, I guess I'll try and just splice it in myself. Like, yeah. Why not? And um, you know, I'd probably be doing a little bit more of that, but I've, I've been busy with some other stuff. But I'm also really uh, today on the uh, that New Game Plus Expo thing. They finally announced that Sheeran the Wanderer uh, Five, at which everyone's favorite mystery dungeon game right uh it's finally coming to the to the west on switch so now there really is no reason for me to own a playstation vita so <laughs> you mean what, oh shit i, I, I don't know you might have missed the boat on that one anyway. I, uh, yeah I, well I, honestly i only own two games on playstation vita one was oh, sheer in okay. the wonder five 
And the other one was Persona 4 Golden. So Both of which, yeah, it's been a, it's a wild couple weeks. <laughs> I also own, I guess, a lot of PlayStation 1 classics on that thing. I'm about to say, that's but. my premier way of playing uh, Final Fantasy IX, as I, as I did in my sure. little photo shoot on Twitter. You can also play it on well, the Nintendo Switch. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> as we talked about on other shows, I like small systems. I was going to equate it to the Game Gear, but, you know... It is the Game Gear of it's my not a small heart. System. The Game Gear is not a small. <laughs> the Game Gear is about as small as like a fucking VHS tape. Like it's a huge system. Um, no, I I don't know. Like that that is it. Just something about the switches. Like is it just is it just over that too big like screen real estate, or is it like just too unwieldy? You can't fit it in your pocket, maybe or something. I mean, like... I I play my Switch a lot. I'll be getting that Neo Geo. Uh, color collection, which is made for me. If if Capcom, if the if the Capcom SNK Car Battler game is on there, that's literally the only game I ever care about. It's over. It's, I I love that game so much, and it had a bad sequel on the DS. So I really need that game to come out in that collection. <laughs> Sequel's one of the worst. It's one of the most impressive things. But yeah, uh, anything <laughs> else? Have you playing anything else, Brendan? Um, oof, uh, n- not really. No, just. Just that stuff, kind of, kind of really just biding my time until July when I'm really excited for Crosscode um, on July yeah. 9th to come to Switch because that's, that's a great game. Uh, and if anyone didn't play it on the PC, definitely pick it up on on the Switch. It's like a PO. It's on your Game Pass. May as well. Yeah, it's like a, a Secret of Mana style action RPG, but in a sci-fi. Uh, what's that genre of anime where they're, they, yes. they're like in MMOs? Oh, isekai. Those are isekai. Yeah. So, so it's basically that. Yeah, it's a genre. Of, yes. If you look yes. at anime, so oh, yeah, there's like animes like um, can you, is it right to pick up girls? Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online is it right to pick up? Girls I thought that was the dungeon, only one. Konosaba, uh, Re Zero, which has a new season coming up. Die Hack is actually an RPG, so it's not an isekai. It kind of like frames itself mm. like an isekai. Wait, oh, really? Like you're, yeah, Dot Hack is actually yeah. its own different world. But you like, can't say MMO RPG with our RPG though. Yeah, but I always like, thought it was. <laughs> I always thought they called it the world, and it was that online, like in an online VR world. I only watched like ten. No, sorry, that was Code Lyoko. See, that's my oh, generation. Right. Okay. Yeah. Isekai. I, Everyone's I, favorite, Code Lyoko. I, <laughs> I never want to hear that word again in my life. So. <laughs> Is um, that actually French? It, yes, it, yes. Yes. The, the, the French Canadians <laughs> probably should be should stand trial for Code Lyoko. <laughs> if, if you couldn't tell from the character designs, yes. Mm, Speaking yeah. of all giant foreheads, yeah. very yes. Speaking of anime, it was funny. I so I, I have Pluto TV on my television in my room. And I have it on the anime channel because I forgot I'd left it on there. And then I almost tweeted at you, Michael. Because, like, they were showing, like, like episodes of Robotech. And I had no fucking idea what was going on. Like, they were giants huh. that they were being racist towards. Yes. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, oh, the, the giant aliens invade Earth and we have to fight them in our robots that are the same size as the giant alien infantry. Oh, it, it's a lot. <laughs> but you were a mecha yeah. expert, TL. Come on. But I never <laughs> watched. I never watched Robotech because I'm also 33 years old. Like, <laughs> there's a there's a. Well, I'm 29 and I've watched Robotech. So I mean, 
there goes your theory. I'm yeah. I'm not going to hear out the window. Robotech is like that that weird amalgamation of like three different series that like we have to hit a, a U.S. network episode uh, length requirements. So you know we'll take this this series that has like twenty episodes and this other one and and we'll make a season out of these three disparate series. Well, I I didn't even realize that in America there were two Voltrons until like later on yes. in life, like because there's. There's Lion Voltron, and mm-hmm. then there is what's it called there's Ryan, Lion Voltron, Voltron, and then, yeah, the Truck Voltron. I was like, <laughs> really? There's two? Like what? Uh, so yeah, yeah. Old anime. Yeah, nobody good. nobody likes vehicle Voltron as much, but uh, <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, all this all this anime lately. It's been a lot. Speaking, mm. speaking of anime, me and my fiance just uh, finished binging uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's not anime. What the fuck? It was favorite doing? anime. What the fuck are you doing uh, right now? The fuck are you doing <laughs> in my show right now? Ruining the bit. Ruining the bit. It's yeah. Not, so, like, if you want to, again, we've talked about this. It's a technicality where, like, technically, it's not anime. But when you think anime, like, yeah, that 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 fits the idea is, of what you think is anime the Boondocks, is architecture. Is tropes. the Boondocks anime? I haven't it's seen that much of Inbunak, so I can't really judge. It is a, it is a, yes. it, is, it is an, it is made by an anime studio, more so than fucking Avatar is. I'm just saying, Avatar's not fucking anime. Jesus. Look, I'm just saying every every single every single male needs an Uncle Iroh in their life. Every single mm. human male needs an Uncle Iroh figure to mm. to push them in a way they well, need to go. Well, I'm, I'm literally pushing up my glasses here. Uh, <laughs> well, anime comes from the French word for animation, so technically all animation is anime if you're into Code Lyoko. Oh. <laughs> Wiki Pares. <laughs> I'm pulling up the sound effect now. <laughs> Boom. God damn it, on my own. Got, got him. On my well, own show. Your own show. Well, your Travis, show. now you can't well, You can't I'm... ever say that that <laughs> The Last Airbender is on an anime now. <laughs> look, look, look at the bright side. You're wearing pants this time on, on those recordings, so now you can be pants on air. Oh Bug, Bugs Bunny is anime. You heard it here first. Yep. Uh, Bugs Bunny is anime. Um... Hmm. Robert, what have you? Although you ever watch like eighties cartoons that all are all very clearly anime, like they were done by Japanese studios. Yeah, like GI Joe and real Ghostbusters and all those. Like, well, that's kind of weird to go back and realize. Well, yeah, Yeah. like the so the real Ghostbusters, like the opening is all TMS animation, which is like wild because that's like years before TMS. Like, I think the first show show would have been Tiny Toon Adventures. I think TMS was working on that. Before they worked on Batman the Animated Series, but like they had, they were doing openings like the first four episodes of Ninja Turtles was also done by TMS, which are the best oh, wow. episodes of the series. Yes, um, but yeah, I mean, so like that's it's it's always so weird to me. But like the the problem is like all animation is like is referential and cyclical. Like Lupin the Third is literally based off of old like French books. R.C. Lupin mm-hmm. like. It's it's just so it's like no no culture can do any animation like by itself or is without having some kind of reference so like some kind of inspiration yeah. yeah yeah even even to tie it back to Avatar you know that there's a lot of symbology just about you know imperialist Japan or like you know Buddhist monks or like uh, 
indigenous peoples from you know like the northern hemisphere like it, it's a lot of real world an- real world analogs that i think were a little bit lost on me as kids as when i was a kid watching it for the first time it's like oh no yeah like they don't like katara and Sokka don't just look like you know eskimos to sell the water bending like they're it it's a very deliberate and and well researched and, and well thought out like uh sort of inspiration as it were yeah so I actually watched that, a really that still great i actually watched a really so, good um video about that yesterday as a matter of fact uh creator did a video about like the colonization of like colonization and like how it was talked about in cartoons so avatar got brought up um steven universe got brought up uh star in the force in the forces of evil which is a show that i don't think a lot of people talk about it's actually a really good show it's a really good show it's one of the first shows i binged on disney plus um but yeah it was such a really good conversation i will if i find out i will find it so we can put that in the no, but it was a really, really good uh, video about that. Um, cool. But yeah, um, Avatar is an anime, and Robert, uh, what have you been playing? <laughs> what anime have you been playing? Because you've been playing lots of anime this year. You have... <laughs> it doesn't qualify many, as anime. My God. How many Yakuza games have you played since I was last It's Yakuza, God damn it. <laughs> Say Sorry. it right, Gaijin. Fuck. Sorry. Like, Jesus. No, ever since I uh, put uh, Yakuza uh, 0 and Kiwami on Game Pass, I've been going through that. Um, I just finished Kiwami and uh, kind of disappointed by it because it gets really grindy by the end. Um, I don't know. It's just the, the charm of it just kind of like loses it because like the story's not exactly that great because it has a lot of fluff to it and it just doesn't it doesn't stick its landing hmm. that well, but. It, it, it just rushes to the end, and you know, just the Majima no, Everywhere I, I system's great, but it just it gets real annoying near the end because there, there are some really particular tasks you need to do. Yeah, the first the first first Yakuza. Like, did you did you look into it at all? Like, did you ever I see did. like? Because I don't know how much of this is the fault of its source material. Like, is this just a faithful adaptation? It or is faithful. Is, yes. Like, is this new? Is this new stuff? It, that's like, like what was added one? was definitely worth it. Um, Majima Everywhere is still pretty great, um, but it just it adds in like Zero's fighting abilities, which does help. Mm. It's um, like I see and say like really shallow combat. Even when you have like four different fighting abilities, you're still going like all right. Light, heavy, and, and various combos with that generally, um, and just different lock-on and, and blocking abilities. But it, it's not. It, it it is definitely mileage may vary, and you definitely have to start with zero if if you were to venture into the series. But even then, that's practically like two whole games. So at this point, I'm just waiting for Kwame Two to blast through. But mm. um, yeah, like yeah, I, Kwame I, Two I, is really really good. Yeah, like that. that, that I'm just. I'm playing Kiwami and Zero and just looking at, like, Dragon End Engine games like Judgment and Kiwami 2 and, yeah. and 6, and it's like, oh, man, this looks so good. I wish I could and, do and this and this and these other games. So. Well, it's it's fun to, like, have you played Judgment yet? No, but I, I, it's, it's, it's just I want to play Kiwami 2 and then eventually start buying the PS4 games. Mm-hmm. Like a 6, Judgment, and probably 7. Well, I'm sorry, Like Judgment- a Dragon. Yes, yeah. Judge, Judgment <laughs> is especially interesting because if you've played like a few of the Yakuza games and gotten a feel for Kamurocho, because it's also set in mm-hmm. Kamurocho, but this is like the most reactive version of that open world where like one of my favorite things to do is like you can get into a fight in the street and like throw someone through the window of a restaurant, it yes. will shatter and you can step through and keep fighting in the restaurant. Like it's yes. very seamless. <laughs> you, you can walk away from fights. 
It's like the, yeah. the, 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 the transitions to fights are, are, are so seamless, and it's just like, no, I don't want to deal with this. Like, get me out. Like, this is just mm-hmm. another waste of my time. I want to continue off stories or sub-stories. But it, it, it's just... Like, seeing all that and, like, seeing, like, some things from Yakuza 3, that's, like, that is the most dated one that I really don't want to get back to. Because, like, like if I'm thinking, like, Yakuza 0 and Kwame are shallow and, and just doesn't really offer much, like, you know, like, modern-day type gaming compared to what's going on in the Dragon Engine, that one is much worse. Mm. That might be when you just want to leave up to, like... Like a, a let's play or something it, on a let's play or like a video, like a probably you know, clip kind of documentary or something. Just like maybe just leave it up to like a YouTube thing just to get the context of like what's happening because obviously there's some huge character moments in all three of those PS3 games. Yeah, yeah but are the, you the, like, like plan? Go ahead. I was gonna say, are you planning? Yes. What are you planning on for seven? Do you want to have all of these like? Set us like gone through, totally done, or are you just gonna hit mm. seven when you hit it? Um, seven's most likely just gonna be a um next generation like launch game or, or, or release a right around then, I would imagine, because like they have no release date set out, so I'm probably gonna I go think through. They said launch, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, that, that makes the most sense because it was supposed to be coming out in North America like in January, but things happen and it got silently delayed. Right. Then, mm-hmm. but to answer your question, like I kind of want to go through Kwame two and then six, and um, probably by then, like um, like a dragon will, will probably come out. It is not a spinoff. It is definitely Yakuza seven. Um, it does reference a lot of things that happen at the end of six. Yes, I, I did spoil six for myself, but it's 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 you know the story is is part of the fun, but like really just the the day to day. Dumb bullshittery you can do in in, in, the, in those um, in those games that just really makes it worth spending forty hours in because like 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 Michael you're t- telling us earlier like like thirty hours into Last of Us two and it just sounds absolutely dreadful like it's 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 I'm sure it's an enjoyable <laughs> experience but like it took me a while to beat Last of Us one where it just feels like all right I feel like I'm getting close to the end nope. Mm. Well, that's that's the thing with Last of Us is that it, it does have some pacing issues where it's like, yeah, I, I feel like Final Fantasy VII remake that's around forty hours. It didn't feel like it was it was long. Uh, Last of Us Part Two feels right. long, and it's like I'm really interested in the story. I want to see this narrative resolve, but it's just like, oh, you keep you keep pulling the rug out from under me. I think we're at the end, and like, nope, here's a bunch more hours of gameplay. Do you want to yeah, play the guitar? Like- how about you just play this guitar for a little bit? <laughs> the guitar is so awesome in that game because, like, the touchpad is, like, super responsive. And, like, not only can you strum oh, by man. swiping on it, but you can tap it at different places and it will play a different string that corresponds to where oh, you wow, tapped that's it. Really that's cool. really cool. Yeah. yeah. That's really neat. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah, it, so it, when it's just... Go on. Sorry. I was going to ask, Rob, <laughs> when are you going to play this year's best... Uh, Yakuza game Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay, I thought that's right. Jesus, uh, such a great, such a great uh, Yakuza game where you get to play as uh, mm-hmm. Karyu, uh aka Cloud Strife. Um, yes, so he just he just got a a, a bottle uh, bleach job. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, same character though. Uncle Cloud. Um, I bought the I bought like fifty dollars. So. Uh, yeah, there's darts. Um, I bought fifty dollars worth of. PlayStation um, gift card money, but like I, I I got it with the intent of like you know getting 
the re- the remake, but like I just haven't pulled the trigger yet. It's, it's just like you a mix of like I'm, I'm I'm waiting I'm waiting for Kwame too at this point because like it's gonna release end of June. Um, I I really I I can't I'm really tempted to get back into Destiny too because that apparently re- that's good again. That remake is oh, that God. remake is yeah. really good. As someone who constantly gives Nomura shit, and I will again, fuck you, Nomura, for announcing that. <laughs> theaterism game i hate james so much that game was really good it was surprisingly good actually like if this was a kingdom hearts game which i'm not totally unconvinced it's not a kingdom hearts game uh by the way Mm. um it's the best kingdom hearts game i've ever played um that battle system i don't think people talk about it enough because it was it's such a really good like mixture of what the evolution of final fantasy battle systems have been and mm-hmm. what he wants to do with those games, like it's, it's so, it's so good. Uh, the layouts of the world is like great. The only thing that's like a bummer about that game is literally the cities. Like doing those, like those missions uh, can be kind of bummers. Other than that, I loved everything about it. Well, some of the difficulty spikes <laughs> are are really mm. weird. Like it's because they're just out of nowhere. Like that second reactor, it gets really tough out of nowhere, and then it gets really easy. It's so weird. It's <laughs> But it, it's really well, some fun. fights just seem like slugs all together. Like that, uh, I mean, it's not a spoiler. The Genova fight at the end, like yeah, what? Ah. yeah, yeah. Ah, was... <laughs> oh, spoiled, spoilers. Genova's in this Final Fantasy VII game. Although <laughs> I was, I, um, my fiance played through. That was most of her like early quarantine days, just digging through uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. And I yeah. saw her get to the point where like the Genova music kicks in on the final phase, and I'm just like. Even I'm just in my. I, I haven't played Final Fantasy VII. I I know a lot about it just by osmosis of knowing about games from the last twenty years. Like you know, everybody has these touchstones, and the soundtrack's fantastic. Final Fantasy VII has a great soundtrack, and and when like Genova really revs up and just you hear the drums kick, kick in, and just like man, video games are great, guys. It's so like good, it's, dude. it's such a it's such so the good. warm and fuzzies, man. Like oh god, yeah. so good. It's a it's a really great game, and like I said, like. I have a very strong attachment. Like one of my friends who's no longer uh, with us, uh, he. I remember being in the sixth grade and seeing the trailer for the original Final Fantasy VII and seeing Cloud with that sword. And me being like twelve years old, like that's a huge sword. Does he need a sword that big? And asking my friend Dante, "Hey, does he need a sword that big?" And for him to say, like straight face, yes, he absolutely does. <laughs> I was unabashedly. I was instantly sold. And this game, yeah, I wish I could go back in time and be like, you know what, Dante, you're absolutely right. He does. He <laughs> does need to sort that big. Because it's. I remember being. I was on the bus to school one time, and it was a couple years after Final Fantasy VII had come out. Actually, it was like several years actually. Now I think about it, but I was on the bus to school, and someone was arguing with another kid, like, "What's better, swords or guns?" And another kid turned around and just said, Final Fantasy VII settled this unequivocally. It's swords. And then turned back around. So, you know. <laughs> did, put his headphones back kid, And that's what I was like, I guess I should play this game. So. Did another kid, did another, unequivocally, because it's real. Yeah, it's real. I think in JRPGs, when a character has a gun, it's basically like, they're modeling it after, like, how much damage would an airsoft gun do? Right. Because right. <laughs> that's the only kind of gun that exists in these worlds. I, I, yeah, I, it's like for some reason in Final Fantasy Tactics, the gunners, their guns always do the least amount of damage. Why? Yep. Why is that? 
I was surprised. What are you shooting them with? Yeah. I was another Anytime you have up. a gun in Yakuza, it's always the weakest thing. I was surprised, yeah. I was surprised another kid didn't stand up and say, like, um, obviously, a gun sword, a gun blade would be best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what's really oh, weird is that in that God. group of people, Final Fantasy VIII was like was heralded as like Final Fantasy VII is today by the majority of the internet. Oh. Everyone was like, Final Fantasy VIII is the best game ever, and yeah. they're right. And uh, <laughs> I never hated a group of kids more. I've, I've never, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that bus can go the way of Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember they went back to, the to desert. Final Fantasy VII, and one of the kids was like, "It's not very good. I don't like this game." And like, it was pretty. But much you like it? Like, oh, oh, no, he just did like the graphics. I, he oh, just yeah. thought the I'm hurting myself good, so to like, be be contrarian. Game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah. then, then the youngest of the group, the youngest on the bus, is like, "Final Fantasy IX is pretty good." I like Vivi. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It's, good. it's also it's also pretty. Good. I don't know a lot of people yeah. who don't like Nine. I know a few. Yeah, I know a few people it, who don't like Nine, but there are people who started with Seven and then played Eight, and then it, then Nine goes back to the you know the medieval stuff, and they're like, eh. and they weren't into the medieval stuff. Is then, that the so, MMO? Yeah. Was Nine in the MMO no, or no? Nine no. Nine is oh. the one with Vivi and. Zidane. Yeah, eleven was it. the it's, MMO. The, yeah, yeah. The, this is all gibberish. Eleven is secretly <laughs> actually the best Final Fantasy game. It's, so, God, so Brandon. Speaking of contrarians, I, I remember the okay. I tried to play eleven when it came out, and I just remember like, like it it walled off so much stuff until you'd like spent hours grinding through the game. Like one of the very first missions I got was like. Uh, Make it kill enough sheep to get like five wool, and so I like go out in the world, and it's like, oh, uh, like approximately every twentieth sheep you kill drops like one wool. Yep. So like I'm out there for hours getting all this wool, and it's like I'd better get like a cape or something awesome out of this. Like, no, you get a pair of gloves yep. that are slightly better than whatever you have. Last and you summer. want to ride a chocobo, you better get to like level twenty. Last summer, <laughs> I did exactly that in Final Fantasy Eleven. Because I mm. still play that stuff, <laughs> and I was, I farmed for three days. I farmed bees in this one specific oh area God. of a map because that's where people were like, "This thing drops here." The thing about that game now is that you go in and they have an entirely separate gear system, currency, mission system, all this stuff that completely ignores the other stuff that has been in the game for the last however many years it's been out because. It they just like everyone talks about you know oh Final Fantasy fourteen rehauled and retooled everything Final Fantasy eleven has been secretly doing that you can play that game completely solo you like summon in NPC members and then you go mm. on these quests and like there's you're just constantly getting new new gear and stuff entirely different game except for every once in a while when you have to go kill bees for three fucking days out in this one <laughs> specific corner of the map that takes you an hour to walk there because that game doesn't have fast travel. Nope. And if you die, you go right back to town. And oh, I love Jesus. it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm about to say, and that's what makes it a 2003 So that's game. why you're playing right, Fantasy Star right. Online too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I, yes, I have been playing Fantasy Star Online too. <laughs> I, yes. I'm still trying, and Microsoft won't let me. Like, I go... <laughs> I don't know why it's it's so tied into the Microsoft Store and infrastructure. Like, because like, I also heard it's just going to come to Steam, and I'm like, well, it's it, even if it comes to Steam, you're still not going to do the launcher and like the additional 80 gigs of whatever of a 12 year old MMO. It it updates like an old MMO too. Mm-hmm. It does take some time, and honestly, like I don't think you're missing anything. I really like that game because I like 
I like old ass stupid fantasy star stuff. So like, <laughs> I, I like I get a lot of nostalgia out of it, but. Like if you, I just want to experience you, it a little bit, even if even if it's not like my cup of tea. It's just like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I gave it a go, and I play a lot of games that cribbed a lot from Fantasy Star too. Yeah, so it'd be kind of nice, almost from like a historical piece. Yeah, right. I mean, I think you would yeah. probably play a little bit of it and be like, yeah, it's fine. It's like it's like a slightly uh, more stiff Warframe. It's not it's, bad. Sure, I, I feel like it's kind of like a John Carter of Mars situation where it's just like they're finally making a movie. No, wait, they've made better versions of this. Why does this need to happen? Honestly, in 2000, yeah. whatever, 12 or whenever, when this came out originally, it would have been a more of a hit. Uh, now it's just kind right. of a, it's a, <laughs> it's a nice curiosity for those who want it. And if you like, if you're really into like free to play anime MMOs, go for it. I mean, you're saying a sure, lot of words just... alike there. Free to play, yeah. anime, mm-hmm. MMO, but it's tied to Fantasy Star. That's. Which is great. Could we swap out the fantasy star and swap in deck building? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean the fantasy <laughs> star online episode three card revolution? Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually like deck building games at all. Oh, okay. Again, I, I can't say I don't because I really like. I mean, Slay the Spire. Playing Slay the Spire mm. a lot. It's so good. Um, mm. so good. Uh, yeah. That's Robert. You been playing anything else? Oh God, no, no, no! Right. Um, well, just a- Animal Crossing no every day, practically at, at this right. point. Oh, it's just my, like every morning. My village. Like, I, I, haven't, like a... <laughs> I haven't thought about. No, I haven't thought about Animal Crossing until I had to do something the other day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I loved Animal Crossing." But so playing that game. But my village is now dead to me. I think I I went a week, <laughs> and then I was like, "You know what? Um, it's overrun now." Let the wolves have yeah. at it. Um, I I got my <laughs> I got my five star island. I saw credits. Had KK Slider come in do his concert. I'm good. That's, I love that. It's only three it's stars. Like, five stars is this anymore. More I made like five million bells off the turn off the stock market. So <laughs> yeah. uh, like I'll it's just build whatever I want, and I got bored. Yeah. <laughs> I caught three of the four sharks that are available. I didn't get a great white, but it's yeah, amazing oh well. how much this game mirrors your life. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm now afraid to go back because I go back now. They're like, "What the fuck happened?" And I just would be like, "I don't know." Is the most gonna be waiting for you in front of your front door, just like, "Where have you been?" Yeah. You can't just, did you, you like, can't just go away. Did you fast forward too far or something, or did you just like? I just, I think I was playing something else, and I just, I took a week off, and then I was just like, "It's, I've been gone probably for a Persona." Week. Yes, for Certified Royal, actually, mm. probably what it mm. was. Uh, the game's so good. The game's so good. Um, uh, but yeah, I just took a week off, and then I'm it's dead to me now. That island is. <laughs> you got to go back. They're, they'll welcome you with open arms. I'm not. Isabel is not going to wait there with a baseball bat. She's no, going to welcome you back. Like I'm so happy you're home. What's weirder is if you have uh, two villagers. So you have yourself and some another user in that in that, in that little island, and you have one person who has been absent for months, you have other residents start talking about it. It's like, hey, where's Sarah? I haven't seen her in a while. And it's like every other villager just starts talking about this, uh, this other other person <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, see, I haven't also, seen her either. I'm on that other end. Mm-hmm. I'm on that other end where my fiancé plays it more than I do. And <laughs> then the villagers will be like, Hey, is Dylan all right? Like, is there a weird smell behind his house, or like, what happened to him? <laughs> it's like the oldest villager broke their leg. Don't care. I'm collecting I'm fruit. Sure. I'm I'm getting fossils. <laughs> yeah, got to get this plesiosaur tail for the collection. Blathers won't shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, but let's, it's, uh, it's been enjoyable. Yeah, let's uh, talk a little bit about the news because we didn't get to do our little uh, our live talk. So we've been doing some. Uh, if you go to twitch.com slash tyranny, is that your is that your t- that would be twitch.tv slash dm tyranny actually spelled out tyranny. Twitch is not just for games, doing... TL. Yeah. What up? No, it's a, it is a lifestyle platform. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, I hate that branding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've been doing we've been doing a lot more like video content. So we've been talking over press conferences and stuff. Like we did the the PS5 reveal uh, where we got a lot of our thoughts and jokes off. Um, the thing looks weird, but I love it at the same time. But hey, Spider-Man, yeah. Miles Morales, I want to play it. So, I, I'm really curious to see the size of that thing because yeah. the mock-ups have been huge. Yeah, <laughs> huge. Bigger than original Xbox One, huge. And I'm yes. like, boy, it's funny because uh, over the last year or so, I've been working at GameStop, and they were always the biggest unwieldy consoles to put in the back. Now I can't imagine having to put a PS5 on the shelf. Like We're Oof. just going to have to invest in bigger shelves. Yeah. <laughs> I just, the I, only time in... Oh, go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. I was going to say, the only time in my life I've ever seen, like, one of those giant wooden crates that say fragile on the side was when I worked at Digital Trends and we would get giant gaming PCs in. And Ugh. that is what, like, the size of those PCs is what the PS5 looks like in these mock-ups. So, hey. Yeah. And it, 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 is, it is weird. I mean, I've, sure. like, we've talked about it before, but, like, there have been people saying that there might be some sort of weird heating considerations with this thing and if it's that mm-hmm. big i could see that <laughs> yeah well i remember that there were rumors that uh sony was freaking out about the form factor of the thing because they were realizing like oh the ssds generate so much heat that the most efficient uh model for for uh, the casing is going to be like that that top cooled, like what what the Xbox Series X is doing, right? And mm-hmm. but we don't want to look like we're copying them, so like that that was a big thing. And apparently, like all these vents, like that's that's a way to compensate for make that. it like like a weird labia, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I say it looks like a really shitty building, like yeah. it. Yeah, it looks it looks like a, a poor a poor render of like Stark Tower or something in a PS1 mm-hmm. game. It looks very strange. Yeah. I mean, I think the design of it's fine. I think it's kind of goofy. It's just this if if it's that big, that's going to be a weird that's a real thing you have to think about. Like, yeah. I don't know where I'd put that in my room. Uh yeah. Uh you probably have to again like you need build a shelf up. for it or something. Yeah, yeah get a media stand like yeah, get I don't know. <laughs> It could be pretty unwieldy. I Meanwhile, Xbox, you know, it looks like a trash can or a fridge or whatever, but, like, a waste at bin. least I can comfortably just put it in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason, I, th- I thought it was going to be, like, much smaller, like a, this this small, like, almost cylindrical console, and then, like, looking at it, it's like, oh, no, this is huge. This is a subwoofer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a PC. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And for some reason, it's, like, convex or concave, I should say, on the on the top. I don't. Huh. It's huh. weird. Just yeah, a little a bit. Like, it looks kind of like a speaker a little bit. It's very weird. It might just be an optical illusion from the mockups, mm. but yeah. Uh, but no. So we we talk about we do stuff there, but we had, we were gonna do. Uh, there were some announcements. We were gonna do that. So we're gonna kind of talk about some of the stuff here. So uh, Robert, they announced. Oh no. They announced that Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> your your it's... favorite. Your favorite. Uh, uh, 3D it's not my favorite, but I, I, yeah, sure. I have opinions on it. Like this, this latest thing looks Rather a lot like too, baby. I guess. Like what's, it, it's what's, an interquel. 
What's the what's the name? It's Crash Bandicoot for. It's about time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cue your joke here, but it, it's it's just it, it it looks so much like like a Wrath of Cortex. They do the the mask motif again. They do it about time travel again, and I, I'm just like real curious about like what the actual design of it because like the masks are really like area sensitive. They're not like powers where you can like once you have it, you can do it anywhere. So I, I I'm I'm just curious and I'm just like interested like how it it plays and how long it is because those games are really it's just going to be reskinned Sonic CD. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I would be completely down for that. It looks like it looks like a bad DreamWorks movie. I'm sorry, like it doesn't look seeing... that bad. No. I think it looks good because I think it's I, it's one of my favorite concept artists worked on that on that game. Mm. Um, Nicholas Cole. He also did the. Spyro reboots, and I thought, yeah, I think both look really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I just like the design and the jokes, like, it just really it screams illumination, you know what I mean? And that's the thing that kind <laughs> of like, like, like turns me off. Like, again, like, I don't have a dog in the fight because, like, I really like the, <laughs> the, um, the you got a bandicoot in the fight. No, I don't, yeah. don't, no, uh, I like the Ratchet Clank stuff, but like. I'm biased. I have a friend who worked in character designs and that. So, like, of course, like, there's still, like, a sort of biases, but I don't know. It just, it looked a little bit off to me. Like, it looks good, but it also, I don't know if it's something that I'm, like, really interested in. But also, oh, I'm, it, not, it, I'm not a huge Crash guy. Like, we talked about it last You're not time. a huge 3D platformer guy. You've mentioned that before. You don't yes. like Mario you 64. Just, you just hate the genre. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're wrong about you're wrong about that game. You'll be wrong about I'll, this game. I'll it's fine. I'll say it again. We... Mario 64 is a bad game, so I, I'll die on that it's, hill. It's really okay. Yeah, I'll die on that hill. It's, <laughs> it's a terrible game. It's entirely okay. Yep. How about that? It's aggressively okay. Podcast, my Mario 64 opinions. Uh, um, uh-huh. But So then uh, there was... Uh, what was the other announcement from yesterday? There was something else yesterday. Uh, there was they had the Smash Brothers thing. Yeah, oh yes, Min Min Smash Brothers. Uh, ramen, ramen, ramen here, girl. Uh, was it the was it the fighter everyone thought it was going to be? So so here's the thing, and I was totally in Team Twintel. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I I thought she was going to be in it too, but somewhere I'm just like, yeah, she's technically for an arms fighter, not a tradition like. She doesn't use her arms. Her arms are actually, like, her hair. And she kind of just uses that as traversal and fighting. So she's not... It, for a representative in Smash Brothers, it wouldn't really represent how arms kind of works super well. And Twintel, you know, Twintel's not the protagonist, per se. But she's one of the main, like, face characters. So it makes sense that that would be the one to put the Smash Brothers. And, you know... People assign arbitrary rules to Smash Brothers all the time. Like, oh, they won't put this character in because it's an assist trophy already. When, I, really, I have no idea. They can do whatever they want. Like, they've shown that they don't really play by a rule book. I mean, they got a PS4 character. They got, jo- like, after Joker, Joker and Cloud Strife was just like, all right, all bets are off. Like, really, yeah. anything could happen. Anything. So, I wasn't sure about Min Min at first, but when I saw the actual, like, gameplay demonstration, which was so cool from Sakurai's house, by the way. He was very formal about it and very, very courteous. Like, he's such such a pleasant individual, man. That that man deserves nothing but respect. But um, it was a cool demonstration of like how Min Min actually works, and it was a great, it was a great, cool like cinematic trailer. Because uh, ever since Smash for Wii U and 3DS, they've had these cool promotional trailers with different art styles and different like 
Uh, different ways of showing the game off. Like, uh, Rosalina was shown in, like, what we thought was a fake-out for a Mario Kart trailer. Um, so it was just cool how they introduced Min Min as, like, yeah, this is, like, our representative for ARMS, and Sakurai is like, well, we put Min Min in because the director asked me to. And I said, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> so it's just, I don't know. I looked more into the character after the trailer. It's like, oh, she's, like, a... Uh, restaurant like uh, employee by day and like a crime fighter or tournament fighter by night uh, like that's her alter ego and like okay that's pretty cool yeah so cool, yeah, en- I'm cool down. enough to make sure. you play arms though nope nope <sighs> that's I've, the I've, sticking point I've never played uh, arms that fantastic and favorite franchise arms that that's the, the <laughs> Look, character. I, I tried it it didn't quite click with me but I remember being at E3 and uh, seeing people lining up to play it and thinking, like, <laughs> it comes out this Friday. Why are you wasting your time playing something you can play in a few days anyway? Yeah, they like to do that. Yeah. They like to remind yeah, you of what they have coming out tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that's my problem with ARMS. It's like everything lines up to be like another Splatoon, like another great creative smash hit. But... Or another Ninjala, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, what was that? Waiting on that what one. What was the Sushi Strikers? There we go. That's another another one of those. Just a quirky sort of original concept coming out of Nintendo. And yeah, I'm down for it. But like when I actually play it, it's just I'm at a this weird mid-range plotting. It's like Punch-Out and Quicksand. Like I couldn't really get, get, get too jazzed about it. Like it was pretty boring and plotting to me too. So, I mean – Glad that we have an arms character in a fighting game that I actually enjoy. I mean, I that's yeah for one. I'll, I'll, so that's I'll nice. say this: the music was great. Never heard of that music before, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, this great, great, really music. good music." So, and most of it's going to be in there because uh, Sora Limited and Sakurai like really uh, revering the music where they get their characters from. Yeah. They had Terry Bogard. They had sixty-two tracks. They have you they know have like, two Cycle Soldier tracks and. I I love that song. Both really I good. I love that song so much. Uh, it's oh, it's so it's good. A good song. Um, yeah. So yeah, Min Min, everybody's favorite, everybody's favorite arms character. Yes, make your jokes, make your jokes. But I figured an arms character was inevitable, and eh, it wasn't Twintel. But no one will be horny for this character at all. <laughs> I, I bet you, if you looked hard enough. Uh, I must say, well, just I, I look today. I, I, I be thankful that she's legal of of legal age at this point. Well, it's that, it's not like a Persona Four and Persona Five situation where it's questionable. Sure, not questionable. Uh, they're yeah. children. Yeah, it, they are literal children. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're getting uh, amiibo of the best uh, RPG series uh, on both the Switch and the PlayStation Four: Dragon Quest. Persona Five. No, uh, no, I'm pretty sure that there was a a Joker amiibo that was announced that looks pretty <laughs> badass. Uh, Look, Brendan, I'm sorry, but I can buy plenty of Android 17 figures online exactly. and get. Look, if I want it, <laughs> if I want a shitty uh, uh, Android uh, Android Whoa, 17 actually, uh, oh. Vivo, I can get one. Uh, it, it wouldn't play on the <laughs> or on, or truck. I'm gonna do it. One second. <laughs> Hold on, he's got he's got he's winding oh up. Oh my god! No, um, Brendan's very passionate about Dragon Quest 11, and that's that's a game I really do want to play. So. Eventually, okay. eventually, okay. yeah. yeah. How many faces? Hold one. On. I see one face. One, <laughs> one face. <laughs> one face. It's the standard Akira Toriyama face. In this, I see there, Gohan. There, I see two. Android Seventeen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There it They're is. They're all Goku. <laughs> Goku. <laughs> Oops! All Goku. The original. <laughs> They're yeah. all Gokus or Bulmas. That's his two face types. Um. <laughs> 
Which is weird. Yeah, if you like, were to see that cover, would you think that was 11 different characters or 11 of the same character in 11 different outfits? It's 11 It's eleven of the same character. Like, what sucks is, like, if you read Dr. Slump, those are – they are all different faces. And they're all different characters. That, sh- that will never come oh, out yeah, here. Oh, yeah, Dr. Slump is like, great. Yeah, that'll never come out here, though, because there's a lot of, like, Even problematic Even Dragon Ball. Yes. Dra- oh, original Dragon Ball. Like, also. There's still so much difference in, in a lot of those characters, but it's just when when uh, when old Prince Vegeta came knocking. Here's the thing. So the way he draws abs in the early Dragon Ball uh, volumes versus how he draws them in Z, entirely different. That's where everything changes. He started. He learned how to draw abs, and then he was like, oh, I'm just going to ignore the faces. <laughs> I just want to draw muscles now. And that was it. It's just, <laughs> that just was it. Incredible battle damage, Vegeta. Oh, we gotta get battle damage, Frieza, and Goku mm-hmm. in here. Like mm-hmm. that's all I'm about now. It all became about hair. How much longer and spiker can make the hair? How much now more I, defined can I, make the abs? I'm not talking on my ass in this one. I swear I read somewhere when he did the character designs for like the original Broly, uh, he that he was literally on some kind of drug trip. And I'm not <laughs> actually kidding. Like he, it's just it's appropriate. Just, it's Toriyama with full powers. Just like, well, what if I gave him all the abs and all the muscles? <laughs> he went from a guy who was like, hey, this world is inhabited by humans, but also dog people and dinosaurs. And dinosaurs. And, and, and then he was like, but what if they were all the same character? What if we did that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, and it, that's one of the funny things about uh, 2020's Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is is when they try to world build, they'll just throw shit like, oh yeah, all these animal people are actually like also took drugs and are like in this weird uh, <laughs> like post like post medical state where they have to live. They're called beast men, and it's just like this. This is so weird. Like the president's a dog. Like I don't understand what's going on. It's a whole bunch of it's a whole bunch of Florida men on bath salts kind of. I, yeah. Yes. High state group fur. Yeah. I mean, remember exactly the, the president of the world is a dog. Yes, he's mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's literally a dog. Like the, the, uh, the universe is so much more fascinating than whatever the fuck Goku's up to. Like you can take like all these like like lower tier like original dragon ball characters and just put them in, in like a suicide squad-esque like show or, oh or like my adventure God, that would be so great of like this 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 ragtag group of earthlings trying to take down like i don't know like the invading saiyans or something and like that i you know i was is thinking it? of like oh what, what 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 how would you do a dragon ball tabletop and that and robert what you exactly said is that is exactly how you do it yeah you, you just like find like random frieza troops or like a like a exactly. cell junior that, that just went off in, in, into the distance someplace in montana oh you're if there isn't about, even uh, montana then what is that talk about xenoverse no what is that one <laughs> it's the it's the space cop what's the space cop guy Oh, uh, Jocko, Space Patrol, jo- yeah, Jocko. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Jocko also, that's... might venture into the problematic realm. Or Sandland. But, you know. Read Sandland. That's oh, good. Oh, Sandland that's was really Toriyama. good. That was his. Uh, that was his first. Sandland was his what? first. Uh, Sandland was his first. Uh, first series after Dragon Ball, like the Dragon Ball manga ended, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like a return back to Dragon Ball, like very distinct yeah. character designs and nice. move forwards. But I just, I've never liked the designs for for Dragon Quest because they, like, outside of like the character, like the the like um, enemy designs, they're all just like his standard Dragon Ball characters. They've always like, even been. Chrono Trigger feels like it, it adventures more, like adventures pretty differently. Even uh, besides Chrono himself, let's yeah, because Chrono, Chrono and Marley. Chrono's another Goku. You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Chrono uh, the Frog? Oh, yep. That, what? 
Chrono's a frog. Just let him have it. Chrono's a frog. Look, he's discovering Japanese role-playing games for the first time. we gotta, we got to ease him into Chrono Trigger, I guess. Uh, this is a great time. Chrono's not the frog. Okay, all right. This is a great, okay. time. Right. Is a great time to... It's a great time to end this episode. I was going to talk about Bloodstained 2. Uh, very excited about that. Love Bloodstained 1. Um, it was really cool. Like little... Uh, Carl back to Castlevania 3. Um, but yeah. then Robert decided to ruin everything, so... Blame Robert. This okay, fine. The sequel to the eShop game that was a stretch goal, though, because I actually like that the is, Ritual that, of the that, Night. Yeah. That is what the one. sequel is. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a Curse uh, of the Moon 2. Mm, yes. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I, thought oh, was, no, I thought we were talking about like, a Ritual of the I, Night I've, I've, No, I have not played the actual Bloodstained game. I'm talking about the the like 16-bit game that they made like last year. They are doing yep. a sequel to that one, and it looks gotcha, gotcha. It looks, it looks so rad. good. And I can't wait to play that again. Nice, nice. Um, that's like me and- that game is ag- arguably better than the actual game that people were funding through the Kickstarter. Yeah. It, what? What? <laughs> I mean, I it. To I me- like the 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 Symphony of the Night like one. It was yeah. okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think I do think the the eight bit one was so much better. I just think we've had yeah. such a time away from we had t- such a time away from Castlevania three, and now they have like. You know, creators uh, like with NT Create, and then I think uh, I think Ikarashi actually like assisted with that. Like I think now we have the fidelity like in a post Shovel Knight world, like where you could take these old concepts, like these old 18-bit games, and or eight, you know, these old 8-bit games, 16-bit games, and be like, hey, let's like in- expand upon those and do like things that we graphically could have never done in the NES or even in the SNES, like. Uh, like the messenger is not the messenger, but uh, is it the is it the messenger? Which is the what was the Ninja Gaiden like? Yeah, that's the messenger. first yeah, half the messenger, of the messenger. Yeah, yeah, the messenger was like that, right? Like you could like you're like there's something that we couldn't do. Like I'm I'm yeah. excited to see more games. Like I would love to see like a Bionic Commando, not like Bionic Commando Rearmed or that 20, uh, 2010 game, Bionic Commando. The reboot, the reboot. The 3D yeah, reboot. It was Life 08. Life Arm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, is it 08? It could have been 08. It had to be like... Yeah, I think it was 08. Or 07, maybe. It it might have been 2007, because I remember it came out around the same time as Infamous 1 did. Mm. uh, Because I was getting flack for, I think, giving Infamous 1 a 7 and people going, You mean Bionic Commando is as good as Infamous? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's how games work. I haven't played Bionic Commando. (laughs) (laughs) That's how how reviews work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we just grade every game relative to every other game. (laughs) It's only gotten better from there. Madden 8 is actually the best 10 out of 10 of all time. (laughs) Madden 08. Yes, Madden 08. (laughs) Perfect game. It was, was, because I was going back through the Wayback Machine and looked at some of my old reviews. So I, I gave... Uh, Street Fighter versus Tekken, like, I think he gave it a nine, and then like I remember somebody saying like, "Really a nine? I was like, "Yeah, at that time yeah. I really enjoyed that game a lot." It's, it's like that game got a lot of unnecessary. That heat. would it would be a nine, but like they're like, "Well, do you? But you don't think this game is a nine? It's like, yeah, in my opinion, because these how reviews work. Yes, I enjoyed playing this game better, but they're also aiming for different things, like." I just wish people who complain about review scores or who write fucking user reviews, that's a big thing. If you're writing a user review, don't. Don't ever do that. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're Nobody a, cares. No one gives a shit what you think. You're not helping. Especially like, you're wasting game. your free time. <laughs> but, like, actually write a review. Like, have to sit down and write a review. Because it's like, mm. when you do that, you kind of, 
appreciate like well, you what, a different headspace. Well, if what, you appreciate yeah. what people look at in the review. I can read it like yeah. it also came up because the SpongeBob game review came out and uh, one of my one of my buddies reviewed the game for GameSpot and gave it a two. And people lost their fucking. Oh my God. People lost their fucking mind. <laughs> They're just like, how how dare you give SpongeBob a two? And I'm like, <laughs> I I'm pretty sure if you would have played the licensed SpongeBob game in 2020 as a full grown adult, like maybe you should not get so. Maybe upset. wouldn't have, maybe wouldn't have added oh, up as much. Okay, but no, it, you it's you still... are what you're actually rating is my childhood memories and the entire SpongeBob <laughs> franchise as a whole. <laughs> How dare you? Tom Kenny's going to come in and beat your ass. <laughs> He's going to come in and not do anything whatsoever. I told him, it was like, how dare you besmirch the name of Sponge Roberts. The sanctity of Spongebob Battle for Bikini Bottom. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Oh, by the way, Infamous and Bionic Commando, both 2009. I 2009. Anyway, oh, continue. Right in the middle. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that SpongeBob like, game's not bad at all. It, it's just like yeah. it's a very mid two thousands game that is very faithful to its to its its, its license. Like right, it's yeah. it's it's fine. Like it's it's but, a uh, to to your point about like just sort of like sixteen bit like and getting more of a, of a of a lens on those games. Uh, I really hope they end up doing more with the likes of Cadence of Hyrule. Where oh, yeah. um, they sort of they sort of take this exi- existing formula from an indie game and like just throw a series in it. Like I yeah. want to see you know the likes of of the Axiom Verge team tackle a Metroid game. Yeah, give us or, an eight bit new Metroid. God, that would be so rad. With like with those kind of bleak visuals that Axiom Verge had, like, just and the weird off the wall power ups and stuff. And and you know what? And you know what'll make it just like an instant hit with like just kind of like hardcore people just. That is Metroid Dread. Call oh, that Metroid Dread. Yeah. Have it the, the ultimate culmination and callback of, of of the 2D Metroid fandom. I don't know, because like I really like Cadence of Hyrule. Um yeah. I I think I might like both Crypt of the Necrodancer and Link to the Past more. But you know, if those are two tens, if then Cadence is a nine, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like I think Cadence did a really good job of of Trying to be a Crypt of the Necrodancer game and also trying to be a Zelda game, like it literally has options all throughout the menu of just like, well, how much, do you, how do you, how do you want to, you know, do this? How do you want to approach it? Because you can play it like a traditional Zelda game, right? And even then, it's still pretty fun, if not a bit uh, like randomized, but yeah. it still, it still captures the spirit of Zelda in a way like, uh, you know, I haven't seen since like Minish Cap or the Oracle games when it was a different developer making them. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, like I said, there, there's, there's, there is a, there is a, a need to play in that space, right? Because like even, uh, I, I want to see, I want to say AM2M. What's, what was the, what was the official name of the Metroid Two remake? AM2R. AM2R. Was it AM2R the official yeah. name of the, of the, the, the official, um, Metroid Two remake that they actually put out? Oh no, you're talking about Samus Returns Samus on the Returns. 3DS. Yes. That's mm. the official oh, yes. one. AM2R was the <laughs> fan right. Another Metroid Two remake. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> So, but that's, um, but that's like. But even then, I liked it. I liked. No, but like that's, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, that like there's so many games that are like are traps. Like I think of like all those like, like everyone says about wanting Mega Man Legends, which like, I, okay, whatever. I I've I've it's a great lost, dungeon crawler. I don't I, know what I don't know what your problem. Is I, I I've lost that dog in the fight. <laughs> I will I will no longer argue that with people. Um, but. <laughs> I would love to see them like the the Game Boy Metro uh, Game Boy Mega Man games are good, and I would love to see someone like actually take the time to work on those. Like that would you're be talking really about cool. Z and ZX because let me tell you, 
Those are on the Switch. No, no, no. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about Mega Man, uh, the Mega Man uh, Game Boy games. I'm trying to think of what the actual title. You mean like the one Wiley with uh, Quint and the Sakugarn? Yes, I am talking about like the, the guy on the pogo <laughs> stick. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I said, I there's so many things. It didn't. Oh, we didn't talk about the biggest reveal. Pokemon snaps back, and yep. my yep. crops are watered, and I'm happy. I'm finally. Can't wait to throw. I can't wait I, to throw pester balls at meows all over again. I can't wait to harass animals so I can take their photos. <laughs> Just poke them with a stick so they they look pretty for a, for your for your cell there, phone. That, this that game hmm. is it's bonkers because you're riding on a, a track and you're just like attacking animals. Okay, maybe they'll evolve and I can get a really great photo of them evolving. Like, and then like the last the last level is you attacking. It's on the moon. Is you attacking a mew? Uh, to get it, like, to so you can take a photo of it. Yeah, you're oh. literally, like, throwing projectiles at it to drop its shield to be like, oh, gotta get the special picture bonus. Like, it was, uh, kind of Dead Rising before Dead Rising in terms of scoring actual, like, photography and video games. So I, hmm. I hope they capture the spirit of it. I feel like... I feel like this game might have high expectations by a lot of Pokemon Snap fans, and I'm over here just like, well, I kind of just hope it's a fun, like, on-rails experience. And, like... Hey, I bet there's not going to be a giant, uh, you know, internet hate machine directed at that game because people no. are already making their comparisons of just like, oh, it looks, it, this game looks so much better than Sword and Shield. It's on rails. You're seeing one <laughs> camera angle at a time. Like, of course it looks better. It's not an open yeah, world I, game. I don't, I don't understand that at all. The people who want to compare like Sword and Shield to like Horizon Zero Dawn or like something <laughs> that like clearly looks much better on a more powerful system. Like you realize you, like this is technically last gen hardware as as far as its uh, its ability to render graphics goes. Well, it, yeah. right, and like it it's it's mm, always it's, people talk shit about the models and saying, stuff it's, it's ridiculous. It's po- Pokemon has always been a graphically lesser game cuz that's not the point the point about Pokemon is it's true. Be... You're you're lucky it's not just 2D pixels. <laughs> right. There's so much right. information that has to go into giving uh, 500 different playable characters with an entirely different movesets and variable stats so much information mm-hmm. has to go it, like towards that on the like whatever space considerations you're dealing with like oh i'm sorry that you're that it doesn't look like some amazing art game where the only thing you do is walk through one environment and everything's yeah. overly rendered like sorry guys. yeah no i'm sorry you somehow <laughs> become invested in how pokemon games look yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah some people are just way too dedicated and you know yeah. what it's like, hey, you haven't liked a Pokemon game since Pokemon Emerald, so I don't even know what you're still doing here. <laughs> I mean, Sword was the first... I, I Well, I played... I guess I did play Sun and Moon. So I guess Sun and Moon were the first games I played since Gen 2. So anything, everything that I've been experiencing with Sword and Shield has just been like, wow, this is so great. This is so amazing. Maybe I would have a different opinion if I had been with it the whole time, but you guys were like that, and... It's, it's still fine. I, I still really like every it. Every time yeah. I play a new Pokemon game, I'm always like, wow, this looks so good. How did they do this? Because, like you said, hmm. the actual like the what the total roster right now is what eight hundred Pokemon. Eight. If you count the entire Ugh. entire national decks, it is actually over a thousand. Over a thousand. Literally over a thousand. So no, yes. I don't give a shit if it it doesn't have to look like a fucking realistic horse. I don't want that actually. Like, if you want to look at realistic Pokemon, go watch Detective Pikachu. That's the closest. You're going to get to realistic Pokemon in that movie. And you'll never get another one because they fired that studio. And so. that movie looks Enjoy it. tremendous. It's probably it looks really it's good. probably the best video game movie. Like that, I, I 
pretty good contender. I, I'm pretty like I, Mortal Kombat's not as good. I'm going to say that right now. Mortal Kombat, like now, you've had like almost thirty years of thinking about it. Well, yeah. If you if you look at it like a like a an, an, from a modern lens, yeah, it's going to be kind of hokey and silly. Movie, but yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah, a bad yeah. B movie that 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 achieved what it, what it set out to be. It set out that's to be. Yeah, that's it. Like, what else are you here for? Uh, the guys are gonna scream Goro at each other's faces, <laughs> and you know what? That's why I'm here <laughs> to look at Goro. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Warner Brothers, reach out to me. I will. I'll write your. I'll write your Mortal Kombat movie. It'll be good. Wasn't there one that was they, supposed to come out a few years ago? Like, they're based shooting on that it. Gruesome web series. Oh, okay. Still, in well, production. not not related to the web series they did. Um, no, no, not with. Uh, but isn't it like the same people or something? Um, I don't think so. No, I, I think that's like okay. been years and years ago at this point. Like like mid, yeah. like like early 2010s at this point. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like a lot of characters already aged out. Yeah, Michael I've Jai got White. old man time compression going on. <laughs> yeah. so. Michael Jai White has to finish my fucking Black Dynamite sequel. That's been like, <laughs> they put out a teaser and it's just like, it's gone. I'm like, I just want that movie. Let me be Black, let me see Black Dynamite in the Old West. That's all I want, damn it. That's all I want right now. <laughs> uh, but uh, Michael, it's been tremendous having you on here, sir. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you for inviting me. No, you're always welcome. Um, so, yeah, can you let people know where they can uh, hear you at on the Internet? Well, they can hear me every week at Vigigame Apocalypse, which you can find at VigigameApocalypse.com or at LazerTimePodcast.com. And you can also find us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. That's W-I-K-I-P-A-R-A-Z. Not easy. That's a weird bot that someone made. <laughs> I will say, um, bringing up Laser Time, Michael did a tremendous episode recently with Dan Amrick, who recently guested on this podcast, um, talking about novelty songs with Dan Amrick, uh, Michael's wife, uh, Diana Goodman, and then Chris Antista, who also was on the show recently. Um, it's a really tremendous episode. And I wanted to say that because it was really glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really fun. Thank you. Really fun. I had very little to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) It was just there. Um, All right. um, So you can follow me. Sorry. um, You can follow Robert on Twitter. You can't. He doesn't do Twitter anymore. Uh, Sorry. It's complicated. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I'm on it, but like I'm not. You know. Go to. to, You want to be on it less. go Go to Pittsburgh and just. Find him and then just watch him from afar. Don't go close, but buy binoculars <laughs> and look at him. Um, I'm, I'm definitely calling the cops. Talk, apparently, he does like to talk to fans over DM uh, if he's if they're talking trash about Hearthstone. So hit him yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hit <laughs> him up. Right, uh, Feel free. Twenty three reach to, to talk talk. Uh-huh. If you want to okay. talk shit about if you, if you want to talk shit about me, just go to Robert's DMs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Facebook DMs, okay? It's it's different, okay? He's also invited that's much, to the that's wedding. Much better. Uh huh. You'll see him at the wedding. <laughs> Great. Great. I can't wait to challenge him in, in person. Uh, if wait. you want to follow Dylan on Twitter, you follow him at Tier Knee. That is Tier like the Tier, and then Knee like the foot is. That's in your knee. Um, uh, you want to follow uh Brendan on Twitter? That is Brendan underscore LH. Uh, is that correct? Did I do that correctly? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, if you want to follow Kayla on Twitter, who she has never been back on this podcast, and hopefully she is, <laughs> is back on 200, uh, you follow her at Kayla Neal Writes. Uh, she's an author, and her book should be coming out at some point, and you should all buy it. Uh, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, you, you, can, you can follow me, Travis L. Foster. However, I don't need your Twitter followers. 
I don't need you to feel bad to follow me. If you do, you're going to get bad hot takes about why Mayo is great. And then what was the thing that pissed everybody off? Oh, well, Mars 64. That was a given. Uh, oh, Nutella. Nutella sucks shit, too. So if you want to. No, you're right about that, too. Stuff. It's not great. Nutella's <laughs> awful. Um, not if you mix it with mayo. <laughs> 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 uh, you can follow the show at uh, PVCast. You can follow uh, you can follow us over on um, over on Patreon at patreon.com slash PNB. Uh, and yeah, uh, this has been the show for Michael, for uh, Brendan, for Dylan, for Robert. I am T.L. Quick thing to add. Quick thing to add. Uh, we mentioned it. Uh, Tucker198 released in February of 2012. What else released wow. in February 2012? Oh, okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Please. Uh, Mass Effect 3? Um, no, Green no. Day album? No, 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 no. Like, we, we actually talked about it in this past a- half, half hour ago. Yakuza Kiwami. No. I don't know. Oh, come on. 2012. Come on. The Mayan calendar. Fantasy Star Online Portal 2, 2 in Japan. You're, you're, you're like... TL, you're holding so it in close. your damn hands earlier. A cup? <laughs> <laughs> yes, a cup came out in 1998. <laughs> or, no, 2012. 2012. Sorry. February 2012. Uh, Vita. Vita. Thank Vita. you. Like the PlayStation Vita release. Ah. Ah, yes. ah, there we go. Right. Did you know that Vita means life as well? Um, this has been... Yes. <laughs> Lasted longer than Confederacy, that's all. Uh, yep. This is this has been P and B. I feel Foster. I hope you fuck good. Don't you stole it again? <laughs> it's the third podcast in a row. Fuck off! Come on. It's all I have. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>